Hello, I'm Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deplet, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we're so happy to be in your presence today with the Word of God. And as we take time out this day celebrating Jesus Christ and how we're getting ready to celebrate Easter and a risen Savior and how Jesus has conquered death the grave and all sin for us by dying on the cross of Calvary and shedding his blood to give us the right to the tree of life. And we have a blessing in knowing Jesus today that no matter what you're going through, no matter what's happening in your life, no matter what situation you are dealing with, you are overcomer by the blood of Jesus Christ. You can put a smile on your face right now and rejoice knowing that everything is working together for the good of those who love Jesus Christ. There is a word for us today that can help you along your way and to encourage you and to strengthen you and to build you back up again and to give you strength to keep on making a way for your family and working on your job and dealing with life circumstances and helping you forgive your neighbor along the way. Jesus shed his blood as he got ready to go to the cross of Calvary. He knew that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin, according to the book of Hebrews. And the Bible says that Jesus shed his blood in seven different locations. And each one of those locations represents something for us to take away from, something for us to remember what Jesus did for us in that part of our life. These seven stations of where Jesus shed his blood helps us be an overcomer of situations in our life. The first place that Jesus shed his blood after he had given the Lord's Supper and um, fellowship with his disciples and washed their feet, teaching them about what mission and working for God was all about. The first place he sweated his blood in the Garden of Gethsemane. In Luke's Gospel, 22nd chapter, 42 to 44 verse. And he says when they came to that place in the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus began to pray and to sweat blood, thinking about the agony that he was getting ready to go through to save mankind. And he actually said, Father, not my will, but let your will be done. And if you can take this cup away from me, take it away. But he's hung in there to give us strength to overcome temptation. Oh, in this place where he shed his blood in the Garden of Gethsemane, it gives us the power to overcome temptation. He was agonizing over what he had to do go through in just a few more hours of being beaten, spat upon, and slapped in the face, and his beard ripped out, and taking a piercing in the side, and nailed to the cross, and thrown on his head, and blood in his eyes, and water coming out of his side. He overcame the temptation to give up, to throw in the towel, to desire to please your flesh, 
instead of pleasing God. He conquered that right then. And we have the power to overcome our fleshly desires. Things that want to hold us back and the situations that we want to feed the flesh and feed our desires and be like everyone else when we should look at the big picture of the joy that comes in knowing God and putting his flesh under subjection. So at the first place where he shed his blood in the Garden of Gethsemane, while he was agonizing over what he was about to go through, he thought about what God was taking him to, and he overcame the flesh. The second thing and place where he shed his blood is when he was put on the whipping clothes and they whipped his back, 39 lashes with their straps, with razors at the end of the straps and ball bearers to beat into the flesh and they peeled the skin off of his back. When he did that, he gave us power to be made whole again. Oh, in the gospel in John 19 and 1. So they took Jesus and scourged him according to the commandment of Pilate. And so they wounded him according to Isaiah 53 and 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquity. And the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. This signifies that Jesus won back our health, our conquered sickness, and his body was broken for hours, could be made whole again. All the internal bleeding that he endured at that whipping post gives us the power now to overcome diseases and overcome those in infirmities that may attack our body. We have power because Jesus' body was broken for us according to Isaiah 53rd chapter. The third place that he shed his blood is when he was bruised and suffered internal bleeding from being beaten. In Isaiah 53rd and 5, he delivered us from our wickedness and sin. All those things that are found in us, he delivered us by taking it upon himself. When they bruised his body on that whipping post and um, taking him from judgment hall to judgment hall and putting the sack on his head and punching him in the face and saying, if you are the son of God, tell us which one is hitting you. All those strikes and all those uh, points of attack and abuses, he did it for us. So when our body is under attack, we can call on the name of Jesus Christ. And Jesus can heal and restore our body because he bore our sickness and carried our sorrow far away. So the wickedness of life and all those things that we picked up, the addictions and the, um, the drugs and maybe the alcohol and um, the, the subjects, the things that we did to our body that wasn't right in the eyes of God, the sexual sins, all those things that we fell short, Jesus bore them for us. In his body, by giving his body a ransom for us. So he took the beating so we can be made 
whole again and our sins could be forgiven. The fourth place where Jesus shed his blood is when Jesus shed his blood by receiving a crown of thorns on his head. In John's Gospel, 19th chapter, 2nd verse, And the soldiers twisted a, thorn, a crown of thorns and put it on his head, and they put on him a purple robe. This signifies that Jesus was back um, the peace of mind that we are free of torment. The enemy can no longer torment our mind. When they took that crown of thorns and pressed it into Jesus' head, and the thorns went into his scalp and scraped his skull. He did it for we wouldn't be tormented by depression, by evil thoughts, by worry in our mind. Quit worrying and let God handle your battles. He put that crown on his head so you wouldn't have to deal with it in your life. You can put it on him and he can bear your sorrow. All the things that you feel like you let yourself down and let somebody else down. All the hatred that's in our mind, the bigotry and all those jealous thoughts and all those things that are not befitting that hold us back. You can give it over to Jesus. He bore on the cross. The fifth place is the blood that was shed to Jesus' pierced hands. In Matthew 27 and 35, it says that they took his hands nail one hand, then pull the other hand, and his shoulders came out of socket, and then nail the other hand. He did that for all of our evil touch. Things that we put our hands to that we should not be doing. When we put our hands to something and it prospers, it's because Jesus took that nail in his hand on both sides. He conquered the evil touch that we have. And when things the devil tries to keep us from prospering by the work of our hands, we can call on the name of Jesus and be an overcomer. He took the sorrow of our working and not prospering by taking nails in his hand. The sixth place is where found in Matthew 27, 35. And it says, uh, this signifies that Jesus was won back our dominion and authority when they nailed his feet to the cross. We have authority to go places where God wants us to go now. We have the authority to walk and not be conquered, to walk and to walk over Satan and walk over um, the evilness of this world because Jesus was pierced in his feet for our evil walk. And we are more than comfort us now. Because when we go places, we can bring the peace of God with us. We can conquer because Jesus took nails in his feet. We have the authority from Almighty God to do what he called us to do. Go on behalf of God. The seventh place is found in John 19 and 34. The blood that was shed when they pierced Jesus in his side. It says, But one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and immediately blood and water came out. Uh, the fact that the blood and water flowed from his side symbolizes that Jesus died from a broken heart. The internal anguish and the weight of the burdens of sin 
on his body. Jesus won back our joy and healed us from our broken hearts. So when things come into your life and it just hurts you on the inside, when you see things in this world that just hurt you on the inside, the anger, the heartache, the setbacks, the mistreatment of people, the lying and all those things that just hurt you on the inside. Remember, Jesus was pierced and that sack around his heart was punctured. And the Bible says blood and water, water that surrounds the heart that keeps it protected, all that came gushing out of Jesus' side. I heard the old folks used to say water to wash us and blood to redeem us came from the side of Jesus. He bore our sorrows and our broken hearts and our eternal healing when they pierced him and punctured his side. Many people say that's where woman came from man, from the side of man, from his rib cage. He took that. So women, you are also free too. He was piercing his side. The same place where woman came from, Adam. Jesus bore all of our sins and carried our sorrow away. But to God be the glory, we have a reason to praise God now. Because Jesus has conquered death and he's been raised and resurrected. So we have a right to live again. I'm going to say a prayer right now. As you believe by faith, I want you to say this prayer along with me. Leave everything else behind and come to Jesus with open arms. Heavenly Father, I come now. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my wrongdoing. Lord, have your way. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe that he died on the cross of Calvary for my sins. I believe and I repent of everything I did wrong, not knowing and knowing. Wash me, cleanse me, create in me a clean heart, and renew a right spirit within me. Father God, I say thank you. I believe you gave your Lord's Supper in the upper room that night. The next day you died on the cross for my sins. Went to a borrowed tomb for the weekend. But early that Sunday morning, got up with all power in your hand. And now you sit at the right hand of God, interceding on our behalf. I believe. Let me be part of the holy family of God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. To God be the glory. We love you. Have a happy Easter. Enjoy the Good Friday, what Jesus did for you. Follow us on Facebook and YouTube under Neely Church Ministry, N-E-E-L-Y, Church Ministry. We look forward to seeing you one day. Be blessed. God loves you.